Blog Talk Radio. everybody and welcome to all you need to know radio i am your host john hollywood and welcome to our show everyone in america and around the world we have a jam-packed show for you to start off with i've lived in the united states my whole life but we had an election on november 4th and it's november actually we had an election on november 3rd and on november 5th Do you think the United States has a president? We're going to talk about that. Also, Donald Trump has proven to be a whiny-ass baby instead of the leader that he should be. And I'm really not sure about that. But we're going to talk about that. But the coronavirus is the very top story as it is hitting, just killing thousands and thousands of Americans. Why Donald Trump goes to rallies, and just lies directly to the American people. On top of that, we're going to talk to Almost Woolworths with Woolworths and None and find out the threats of people's lives that Donald Trump is making at the rally since he's a sore loser. Because I'll say it first, it is President-elect Joe Biden will be taking office next year. So we have a lot of other things to talk to you about. 
real quick, I would like to stop for a personal moment. I have a friend of mine. His name is James Allen White. I am so disappointed in the Dallas Police Department because they told me they would call me before 6 o'clock and at least let me know whether they would have one person that could come on and talk about the case. They are working the case hard. I'll give them that. But it could have, they could have called the show and shown some compassion. I know a lot of people in the Dallas Police Department, and you guys messed with the wrong person. And when uh, Mr. Kurzog, the DA, is who I'm going to be calling and finding out what's going on, you'll regret not contacting me. And with that, All You Need to Know Radio starts right now. Oh, make me over. Good evening, everybody, and once again, this is John Hollywood, your host. I would like to do some housekeeping real quick and let you know that our exclusive sponsor is Above and Beyond Design, uh, I'm sorry, Decorating and Design, 210-264-2073. We are very excited to let you know we actually have the owner and founder is going to be live with us for our entire show tonight. So we have a jam-packed show, show. let's get to it. it. Somebody's got their microphone on, and that's probably, it is is, uh, you, Chris, so I had to take a turn your microphone off. Tell me when you're ready. Almost, just when you think Donald Trump cannot stoop any lower, he does. I mean, yeah, I assume you're referring to um, to stop counting the votes and his uh, various frivolous lawsuits uh, to attempt to, uh, to show a narrative that there's some sort of fraudulent um, counting occurring and that's what's causing him to lose rather than a legitimate count of the will of the American people. Um, And I I agree with you. I mean, I think it's not unexpected. He's been telegraphing that he was going to do something along these lines for a while, but uh, that doesn't make it right or acceptable. Um, And one thing that I've been heartened to see is, um, you know, there's a lot of people who, typically four years ago maybe would have taken these calls a little bit more seriously that there's widespread voter fraud or um, problems in the counting of ballots but it appears when i'm saying people i mean media media figures appear to not be taking his claims seriously with the notable exception of right-wing propaganda sources so you know what I guess you would call typical mainstream media, people like CNN and um, the New York Times, who in the past probably would have reported, you know, the president claims that there's, uh, you know, widespread voter fraud. And in fact, they did uh, report that in a with a straight face following his claims that um, Clinton received a bunch of uh, votes from illegal immigrants in basically every media article and um, news clip that I've seen, they quickly follow up. Uh, you know, Donald Trump claims that there, there's voter fraud. They almost always quickly follow up with a statement, no evidence of, voter, of widespread voter fraud has ever been produced or something along those lines, basically calling him out for his false claims in a very public way, in a way that they were not doing to the same extent in 2016. Um, I have a lot of other things to say about the election, but uh, I, I generally agree with you that Donald Trump is acting like a big baby, but we kind of expect it. Oh, no, no, no. It's worse than that almost. He hmm. is inciting violence. Like people right. showed yes, up at poll centers, and all these people that are trying to do their jobs 
they had to be escorted from their job that they probably don't make $10 an hour to do by police because it's a right to carry state. And my question to you is, Mm -hmm. is there going to be any legal ramifications for somebody ends up getting killed? That's a hard question. Um, And the answer to that question is, I don't know. Um, But I could speculate a little bit. And I'll say that uh, one of the disheartening things that I've seen in the news today is that our law enforcement is not applying the law vis-a-vis trespassing and terroristic threats in a way that I think would make sense. Now, I'm, I'm not a law enforcement expert. I'm, I'm a legal guy, I, uh, and there, there's a difference there. You know, I, I don't necessarily know 100% of the rules of engagement for when a police officer should or should not make an arrest. But I understand that if they're standing outside of a polling place or, excuse me, like a ballot counting location and making threats of violence in, I believe, every state in the nation, that's a crime. Um, It's also probably a a civil action. You could probably sue them. Um, And that – but the question is why aren't they getting arrested? You know, why aren't they being escorted off the premises? Why why are they – in in a position where, like you said, the civil servants who are probably not making a ton of money have to literally fear for their health and safety as they leave their job counting the ballots of our democratic election. And you know that you raise a great point, and I, I don't have a solid answer for you, but I, I do have some suspicions and speculations that um, perhaps, and this is pure speculation, but perhaps. Um, Certain uh, people in the law enforcement community um, are cowards. Are are intentionally not wanting to do something that would be seen as uh, partisan, even if it's just a typical um, enforcement of of law. You know whether whether they're Democrats or Republicans or, or for whatever their reasoning is. I don't know what their reasoning is, but I'm speculating that they would be afraid that arresting these protesters would be seen as partisan, even if the protesters are committing acts of, that you could arguably call terrorism or potentially just call assaults um, or terrorist hey, threats. Listen real quick. <laughs> listen, I have quick. actually a really funny story. About a terroristic threat. Okay. And um, it's about me and my sister. And it was when I owned Cornerstone Wealth and one of my employees Mm -hmm. stole something from my office. And we went to their apartment to get it. It was a car. Yep. And when we went to go get it, or when we called them to tell them we were going to come get it, we did not know that the Irving police was sitting there. And my sister is a little, shall we say, aggressive. And so she basically. You mean the one who's a heavy metal rock star? Uh, But, (laughs) Peter, I'm never going to forget this day because I was shocked beyond belief. But Peter Kinney was the guy that worked for me. And I hope you scumbag are not laying in the street. I don't wish that on anybody. But I hope that you are reaping the. Anyway, let's just move on. But he, yeah. my sister called his wife under no, and while the police were sitting there recording it, she was going to drag her by the back of her head all the way down the street until they gave her her car back. And when we walked in, they arrested her for a terroristic threat over that. Mm-hmm. So now mm-hmm. I listen to the president of the United States say it's going to get ugly in several places, and no one does anything. But listen to mm. what he did say, because I did find it. This is a fraud on the American public. This is an embarrassment to our country. 
We were getting ready to win this election. Frankly, we did win this election. So our goal now is to ensure the integrity for the good of this nation. This is a very big moment. This is a major fraud in our nation. We want the law to be used in a proper manner. So we'll be going to the U.S. Supreme Court. We want all voting to stop. We don't want them to find any ballots at 4 o'clock in the morning and add them to the list. Okay? It's, it's a very sad... It's a very sad moment. To me, this is a very sad moment. And we will win this. And we, as far as I'm concerned, we already have won it. All right, President Trump, as we anticipated, falsely and prematurely declaring victory, saying that he won. Uh, he did not win. He has not won. The president falsely depicting the counting of votes as a fraud and an embarrassment. That is not what is going on. What is going on is the normal democratic process. Almost everything President Trump said in his declaration of victory was not true. Uh, it is true uh, that he is ahead in the polls right now in Georgia and North Carolina. Whether or not Biden will ever catch up is a matter for Georgia and North Carolina and their election officials to decide. Uh, it is not true that he is winning Pennsylvania or winning Michigan or winning Wisconsin. They are still counting votes. They have literally millions, millions of vote-by-mail ballots that those three states are counting. It may well be that President Trump ends up winning this election. That might be once the ballots are counted. But what President Trump just said was undemocratic and false and premature. It is not accurate to say that he won. We do not know who won this election. And uh, I have to say, Dana, it's, it's not a surprise, but still, years into this presidency, uh, I find it shockingly disappointing uh, that he still would continue to erode uh, faith that the American people have mm -hmm. in institutions. What is going on right now is a clean and fair election, and there is no evidence to the contrary. I know we expected him. So what do you think, Amos? Do you think they took him on Well, I agree enough? with your commentator. I, I mean, I agree with the, the, the commentator at the end of that clip. He's just yeah, making a Jack false accusation. CNN. Okay, well, I agree with Jake. I've always thought Jake Tapper was an excellent journalist, and I generally agree with him on a lot of things, and I agree with him there. So, um, you know, the... What, what the words that actually came out of Donald Trump's mouth were blatantly false. Um, the the truth is that they didn't find a bunch of ballots at four in the morning. The law prevented them from pre-counting uh, mail-in ballots. This is in under state law in Pennsylvania, to the best of my understanding. I'm not licensed to practice law there, um, but to the best of my understanding, the, the law prevented Pennsylvania from counting mail-in ballots until November 3rd, and they didn't find a bunch of new ballots. They are counting previously sent in mail-in ballots that are valid, and it's it's gross. It's undemocratic. Um, Disgusting. It's, it's it's tin pot. I mean, he's acting like a dictator. That's what dictators do. What Why I was saying. Why does he want all the votes counted? Because he's going to lose if all of the votes are counted. He's already lost. Right. He has no credibility. I mean, I, I, he does have no credibility. And I'm looking at the electoral map, and um, you know, it, it appears that with 86 percent of the votes counted. Biden's ahead by approximately 60,000 votes in Arizona, and with 89% of the votes counted, Biden's ahead by approximately 12,000 votes in Nevada. If those two numbers hold, if, if he wins both Arizona and Nevada, it's over. He has 270-plus electoral votes. Um, similarly, um, with 98% of the vote counted in Georgia, Trump is ahead by about four, um, actually less, by about 3,500 votes. Um, apparently, the remainder of the votes in Georgia are from the metro Atlanta area, which is um, more Democratic than Republican in terms of prior trends. So there's a decent chance that Biden wins Georgia. Um, it looks like Trump is on track to win North Carolina. 
Um, he's about 80,000 votes ahead of Biden in North Carolina, with 95 percent of the votes reported. And um, Biden, uh, Trump is ahead by about 60,000 in Pennsylvania, with 90. 4% of the votes reported, but apparently the remaining 6% of the votes are pretty much exclusively from Philadelphia and the surrounding area, which again, via historical trends, is heavily Democratic and the largest uh, city in the state. So there is a chance that Biden wins Pennsylvania as well. For Trump to win the presidency, he has to pick you up gotta win them all. all four of them. Exactly. Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Arizona, and Nevada. Now, he, uh, Alaska still hasn't been called, and Trump's going to pick that one up almost certainly. But um, Biden is almost certainly going to win a free and fair election if the counting continues to go as it went. Uh, does that raise the question, as I've been talking about for several months on this show, of what's going to happen in the lame duck period, what's going to happen between, let's say it gets called tomorrow in favor of Biden, what's going to happen between tomorrow and January 21st when Biden is supposed to be inaugurated? Um, I do think that there is a minuscule chance that the United States Supreme Court attempts to um, invalidate some aspect of the vote. I, I actually think that it's not super likely to happen. There's no um, Bush v. Gore style true factual question about the balloting. So if you recall in Bush v. Gore, there was a, a real factual question about certain votes. Um, on You remember pregnant Chad and hanging Chad and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. But, but in this case, in – in this case, in, in you know, if it were Trump v. Biden, um, I, what's really going on is they're unhappy about some of the vote count procedures, but it has nothing to do with – I have not seen any form of credible allegation, well, of any kind whatsoever, but I've not seen any even hint of an allegation that um, there were votes for Trump that were not being properly counted. Uh, like uh, not that – like saying, saying they're throwing out pro-Trump ballots like they were doing in to Bush in South Florida. In, in South Florida, they were throwing out pro-Bush ballots for you know hanging chads and pregnant chads and things like that. And so that gave him a factual basis for their claim. Um, for the two suits that were dismissed today um, in Michigan and <laughs> Georgia, there's um, a lot more to yeah, do. Like, yeah, right. Both both of both of those suits, neither of them were about neither of them were about Trump votes getting miscounted, which would have, if they have some sort of factual evidence would have likely got caused the judge to enter a temporary restraining order or a temporary injunction. But both of them were dismissed without the no, – neither request was granted. There was no restraining order and no injunction was granted because it was basically hearsay. They were saying, well, we heard they weren't counting the votes right. You know, We heard they weren't um, – counting the mail-in ballots on t at the right time, or there were some problems with the uh, dates on the mail-in ballots. However, they had no actual evidence, and two federal judges threw those cases out this morning. So the un attorney unlike general, Bush v. Gore – go ahead. The attorney general of one state has been mm -hmm. in court because of Donald Trump six different times in the last two weeks, mm -hmm. and he has beat him every time. What is so funny is to me about – yes, I think so. But what is so mm -hmm. funny to me is that the president should have the best attorneys that money can buy. And what they seem mm. to file are the stupidest briefs I've ever read. And a judge well, just shrugs I have, I have his shoulders because that. I would like to help you. I mean it's like the judge would like to help them. Like Judge Rob, uh, mm -hmm. Justice Roberts from the Supreme Court, but you didn't file it properly. Mm -hmm. It's a simple right. thing. I don't get it. Well, I, let me let me say something about that because you know people often talk about the quality of lawyers. You know, oh, I can hire the you know ten thousand dollar an hour lawyer, the best lawyers money can buy. 
the best lawyer in the world can't win a case that's based on nothing. Um, you, ultimately, the justice system, and it's got a lot of big problems, especially with low-level criminal justice issues, and there should be reform of the justice system. But ultimately, in the civil litigation world, most of the time, judges and juries get it right. Um, and, you know, the, the, the judge got these cases right, and both of the cases we were describing, there was no real evidence. And it doesn't matter if, the, if Trump was paying the lawyers $100,000. If they have no evidence, the judge is not going to grant their request. Um, you know, 99% of the time, assuming that uh-huh. – If you're talking about stopping votes being counted, I think you would mm-hmm. challenge something about the way the votes – were being counted there, not they made up mm-hmm. something that I still don't understand. And I was reading what the judge was saying, and the judge didn't even understand what they were saying. That's why he threw it out. Right. Right. And so that's that's my whole point, sir, is that if they is had direct evidence, if, right. if they had direct evidence that there was something really screwed up with the way the votes were being ca- counted or tallied. They would have presented it, and the judge would have granted their request, but they didn't have the evidence, so they filed this lengthy, confusing brief because that's their best shot. <laughs> hey, almost do me a favor. Keep talking. Yeah. There's an alarm going off in my building. Yo, okay. Yes, sir. So um, another thing that I'd like to discuss this evening about – the election, and I think it's um, very, very important. There's two, two important things, and that's control of the Senate as well as what's going to happen during the lame duck period and beyond. Um, so I, I'm pretty confident, as John and I were just describing before he had an emergency, that the um, Supreme Court of the United States is unlikely to feel this election based upon the lawsuits that I've seen being filed. It seems like it would be very, very challenging for Donald Trump to win at the Supreme Court. The next question then becomes if he's going to lose at the ballot box, okay? What happens during the lame duck period from now until January 21st? Even um, presidents who I generally am favorable of have done some pretty controversial things. During the right. lame duck periods, I'm I'm, th- oh, I'm thinking back to, for example, Bill Clinton's um, pardoning of Mark Rich. Um, so, well, the- let me tell you something. <laughs> when Donald Trump was sworn, Donald Trump was made president elect. There's a there, we mm-hmm. have a law, we have a rule in the Constitution, I believe, that we have one president at a time. But Donald Trump started assuming the presidential rights like calling Russia, calling everybody, trying to act like he was the president, and Obama did not want to jump in, into anything with him because of the fact that he was trying to stay evasive from it because he was campaigning for Hillary. I think mm-hmm. this time you will see Joe Biden and Barack Obama go after Donald Trump. And they you will mean not during the, uh, the one Trump. Yes, I do not think they're going to adhere mm-hmm. to the one president at a time. I just don't think they're going to. If he starts doing really crazy stuff and the Senate doesn't do anything, I don't see them sitting idly by and going, well, we just got to wait. I just don't see it. I mean, I hear you, but unfortunately, He's the commander-in-chief, and as you said, that you're absolutely right that Article One of the Constitution specifies that there is one president. So – and the election happens in, late, in early November, and then the inauguration happens in, in January. That's on purpose so that there could be a presidential transition. Um, we've never really had a president who's quite so corrupt and lawless, not saying that we've never had a corrupt or lawless president, <clears throat> Andrew Jackson, but um, this <laughs> one might be the worst, and he, he's, he's certainly the worst in the modern era. Um, right. and, and so, you, you know, I, I, I don't know exactly what's going to happen, but frankly, I'm terrified of the lame duck. I, I hope I just don't. the you know, the, I think – so according to – Al Franken, 
who uh, was on a TV show the other day and was asked quite directly about this topic, he believes that General Milley of the Joint Chiefs of Staff will refuse an order that sends the troops into a hot war during the war. Um, also, um, the true uh, American military against the citizens of the United States. Frank, well, you know the military that, is already ignoring his comments, his his requests. That they're already some, ignoring them. You know, it, if they're not lawful, but, but they're not they, doing them. But would they really ignore the commander in chief's um, order to send a missile at Iran for this example? Crazy I'm not sure that they will. I'm not sure that they would, John. I'm not as confident as you. Uh, Another thing that I'm worried about is um, a constitutional crisis related to a self-pardon. Letitia James, the attorney general of the state of New York, has made very, very clear that she intends to indict Donald Trump when he's no longer president. Um, And and, and I think those indictments – likely should issue whether or not he's actually strictly guilty beyond a reasonable doubt is for the courts to decide but there's likely is probable cause based upon some of the reporting that i've seen that he regularly committed tax fraud wire fraud um, and insurance fraud so you know (laughs) the indictment should issue and i i'm concerned that there's going to be some sort of weird pardon where he tries to, to preemptively pardon himself for state-level crimes in a way that no president has ever tried to do before. And it's, it's going to be a very interesting time. The other thing about it is there's all these unknown unknowns, quote Donald Rumsfeld. Um, I don't know what's going to happen, and there's a lot of different options. And... The president has very, very broad powers, and it's quite scary because an unleashed Donald Trump, if you, if you think the last three and a half, three years and nine months were bad, wait till you see the next two. Um, it could be really, really concerning. And, and, I, and I definitely agree with you, but here is something I want to put in your ear. Everybody yes, is sick of this motherfucker. That sits 48% on a of America voted for him, John. Well, that's fine. 48% of registered voters voted for him. I'm talking mm. about people in power where he was given the chance. Okay. Oh, he's just learning. He's the president. Right. You know, he needs to get his feet wet. I don't think mm-hmm. that even if he is elected, that, that the attorney general of the state of New York will adhere to the Justice Department's letter of no president can be indicted. I've heard she's going to mm. fight the letter like the coward Robert Mueller did not do. But I agree with you. I am scared. But I mm-hmm. think that people look at this as we are losing our country, and we have got to stand up to this bully, for lack of a better – that's the only nice word I no, can No, that's a good mouth. term. I mean, I mean, if people like you and me agree, I'm saying there appears to be a disturbingly large percentage of this country – that, that appears to be okay with authoritarianism and fascism, um, well, listen, or perhaps talk, not fully understand it. I talked to Joe Biden's office yesterday, and mm-hmm. uh, when I talked to them, they gave me permission to say he's president-elect. They see every so many paths. And I, I think that's just what's going to happen. But here I have a question for you. If he I mean, I think he's president. He's effectively president. Uh-huh. Right. If there are legal things that are pending, does that matter mm-hmm. once he hits 270? I know. It's hard. I don't want to give bad legal – I don't want to give bad legal advice, and I don't I'm, know I'm the strict your constitutional law answer I'm, to that question. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm not asking you. I'm so just there, asking there, your your thought process. So, yeah. So, okay. I can I can kind of I understand your question. My 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 thought here is that per the terms of the Constitution, the electoral votes, the the the, the winning 
the president, the presidential election actually isn't happening right now, as strange as that is. The, the, the election that matters is when the electors vote to elect the president, and it typically happens in December, and it typically happens with nobody really knowing about it or talking about it much because they always vote for what the people of each state wanted to do. So I think the answer to your question is it's not a good question because the election hasn't actually happened because the election happens when the electors vote for the president. If, however, there are if, – if, however, there are pending legal challenges to the correct vote counts in various states, those – and those were convincing enough for a temporary restraining order or a temporary injunction to court has said to, for example, just to use an example – the Pennsylvania Secretary of State, you cannot certify this election result. If that had happened and that is pending, then I think it does matter. The legal stuff does matter. If, if we have you know, the New York Times reporting that Biden has 275 electoral votes, but the, election, the actual electors have not voted for the president, and there's an injunction in place against – yeah, right. Prior to him being sworn in, and there's an injunction in place by a state or federal court saying that a secretary of state in a place where there's a disputed election result should not certify the election result, then I think it matters. And I think that there's a possibility that there could be some form of delay. Um, I think it's unlikely that a temporary restraining order or a temporary injunction will issue. Because, and I repeat, as, as we talked about at the top of the show, there is no evidence of fraud. <laughs> exactly. And, 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 because there's no, and because there's no evidence of fraud, I think that the states, you know, the states in dispute, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Nevada, whatever, um, Secretary of States respectively, will certify the election results, which grants the electors to the Democratic electors or whomever. Um, and at that time, when they do hold the election for president with the actual electors voting, I believe it happens in December, um, that's, the, that's the election that really matters. But it, we never really talk about it because the – you understand what I'm trying to say. I think the I short do. answer We're to your question about is you have nothing to worry about. Every aspect of this election, trust me, every aspect. Mm-hmm. I have one little mm-hmm. question that's always – Justice John Roberts, and he is mm-hmm. the chief of the U.S. Supreme Court. What authority yes, does he have over the other sitting judges, if any? Okay, that's a good question. It's a procedural question. Um, understand that I am not a, a detailed expert on Supreme Court procedure. It may not surprise you to know, John, that I don't regularly practice before the United States Supreme Court. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That that said, it is my understanding that he has um by being the chief justice, he has influence in case assignments. Um so uh typically like you'll see, you know, opinion issued by Jay Kagan, you know, opinion issued by whatever, Jay Alito. Um so my understanding is that the office of the chief justice has a role in uh, selecting which justice gets to write which opinion. Um, and that's kind of his biggest kind of day-to-day uh, power. But then he has all kinds of other extraordinary powers. Um, for example, you, you saw it earlier this year when he was the um, trial judge uh, Oh God! You know, ruling on on of, of the impeachment, ruling on evidentiary objections. And, well, that and, wasn't very know, impressive. In, uh, <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> but uh, and then he does some other stuff. I think that uh, the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court is the one who um, accepts invitations and sends invitations for things like um, State of the Union address. Um, but it, it's it's not a huge difference, but they do have some additional powers from associate justices. 
Okay, I've che- I've kept you a little bit longer than I said I would tonight, and I'm le- yes, ready to let go of you or hold you. Your okay. choice, but your music's gone. I thank you so so much for your your opinions. I'm not holding you to anything legally, but you know a little bit. <laughs> you know a lot more about this than we do. And I have a lot well, more you questions. Asked me some really interest, you asked me some really interesting detailed questions, and it's always a real pleasure to be on. There's one thing that I haven't had the opportunity to say this evening that I think is very, very important and I want to get out for your listeners before I uh, leave you this evening. And that is um, it appears that the election for the United States Senate is going to come down to two special elections in the state of Georgia. My understanding is that right now it's 40 40- do, do we still have a chance? Um, I, I think there is a tiny chance that Ossif gets more uh, vote, a clear 50% from Purdue. Um, but my understanding is that it's very likely that both elections will go to a special election. And yes, yes, we do have a chance, John. Um, my understanding is it's 48 to 48. what I need to do. Um, it's the state of Georgia, sir. Um, so that means I need to get on the state of Georgia. Well, or you can use your bully pulpit in the media to tell people, just like I'm doing right now, to help okay. and support um, the candidates for the special election for Senate for the United States Senate of Georgia. Two seats are up for grab, both of them in Georgia. And um, if both of them are won by Democrats, then um, Kamala Harris will be the uh, deciding vote. For yes. um, uh, ties, if it's 50 to 50, the vice president casts the tiebreaker, um, and that would allow the Democrats to have some control. I mean, it's not a filibuster-proof majority, but the, the Republicans have <laughs> severely limited the effectiveness of the filibuster, so um, the – Democrats would be able to do things like ram through judicial appointments um, if it is actually 50-50, which means the special elections for the United States Senate in Georgia, two of them, are incredibly important. And um, I just wanted to get that out for your listeners because that's one of the things that I thought was very, very important about this week's news that we hadn't really discussed. But um, overall, uh, thank you so much for your time and uh, your listeners' time, and um, thank you for voting for Joe Biden if you voted for Joe Biden. And, oh, of course um, I did. Let's, and let let's, me tell you something. Well, I'm, I'm talking to, to your listeners. Joe Biden. Yeah. Me being able to Mm -hmm. tell Joe Biden that I voted for him proudly was one of the Mm. most incredible statements and made me feel such hope that I can't even explain. But he promised me an interview as president. Yeah, well, we'll see. I think I have a feeling that. I, I have a feeling his time as president may be stretched a little thin, especially in the first few weeks. Um, John, it's been another great show, and thank you so much for having me on. I'll talk to you again next week. Absolutely, my friend. Guys, that is almost Woolworths with Woolworths and Nunn. Amazing attorneys. Let us take a quick break, and we're going to have uh, Chris Bates, the owner of our exclusive Sponsorship of Above and Beyond Decorating and Design. This is All You Need to Know Radio, and I am your host, John Hollywood. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I need to get a list, but we reach about 500,000 people worldwide, and this show reaches almost 10 million a month. Thank you. We are humbled beyond belief. Don't touch that dial. Listen to sexy George Michael as we go to break. With the, you're like most people, you've been forced to stay in the past by your energy provider. Trapped in a fixed rate contract you really don't understand. Paying a bill that can be more of a shock than getting struck by lightning. Think about it. You don't even know what type of energy you're using or when rates inflate or when they plunge. Or the fact your energy provider's variable price only varies based on how much pain they think you can take before switching. All of the control is with them, leaving you in the dark. You see, 
the actual cost of energy goes up and down and changes every 15 minutes. And yet, your energy provider charges you the same fixed rate all the time. Now, if they set it somewhere around here, it might be an okay deal. But they set it up here, and if the price of energy drops, they pay less while you continue to pay the same fixed rate up here. Oh, and let's not forget all those little add-on fees with names you can't understand. So what you pay is oftentimes a lot more than what they pay. But we decided to change that. All of it. It's time to go gritty. Gritty connections directly to the actual price of energy, bypassing the middleman. You're charged only what it costs to produce and transport your energy. There's no confusing price plans, no markups, and no fixed contracts. All you pay for is your membership fee, which costs just pennies a day. And instead of wasting time figuring out how to charge you more, we provide things that really matter, like the now price of energy, so you know what you're paying any time of day. The amount you... 3.30 in the morning, not a soul in sight. City's looking like a ghost town on a moonless summer night. Raindrops on the windshield, there's a storm moving in. He's heading back from somewhere that he never should have been. And the thunder thunder road. <laughs> All right, so everybody out there, welcome back to All You Need to Know Radio. Yeah, we need to end that. Maybe that'll help too. That's maybe that's the problem. Uh, anyway, that was Garth Brooks, and his daughter just had a hit single out called "Ain't the Only Hell My Mama Raised." And to everybody's surprise, it went on top forty country countdown. And uh, we hit her up to see if we can get her on the show. But uh, this is John Hollywood, your host of All You Need to Know Radio. If you would like to join us, we only have about 10 more minutes of the show. We will take live calls at 516-531-9990. I dare any Trump supporter to call in and tell me how you can support such a hideous and a liar and a con artist. And... That's all I'm going to say at this point. At this point, let's move to some positive work, and let's talk to the owner and founder of Above and Beyond Decorating and Design, Chris Bates, 210-264-2073, and welcome to the show. Hey, John. How are you doing today? I am doing fantastic, sir. How are you? I'm a, a little, a little, I don't know if you've been listening to the show or not, but Man, tonight I heard almost really get involved as far as he doesn't want he, he doesn't the legal part of it, and I understand that that's why he's a great attorney. But right. I'm I'm sick of the norm. I'm sick of it. Donald Trump. The norm went out, the norm went out the door when Donald Trump was elected. I know, but everybody thought that Donald Trump would calm down. We need to calm down. We need to listen to that Taylor Swift. Somebody needs to stuff, put put headphones on him and wrap him around his head with tape and make him listen to that song by Taylor Swift. You need to calm down <laughs> for 12 hours straight. But guess what? Taylor That's Swift would hate that because she hates him too. I mean, right. you everybody out there has to understand, first of all, Stop talking about Donald Trump. Let's talk about your company, man. Tell everybody what Above and Beyond Decorating and Designs does to change people's lives. Well, Above and Beyond Decorating and Design is an America's Best Company's brand. Uh, What we do, we're kind of a one-stop shop for home buyers, home investors. Um, What we – Eventually, we're we're working towards you know uh, we've got a lot going on as far as, as the future. But what we're doing right now, uh, above and beyond decorating design, this is our our season for uh, Christmas decorating, and we do a lot of Christmas decorating. And uh, we also you know we do outdoor patio designs, outdoor living design, uh, landscape design. We do interior design. Uh, we will part part of our our organization. 
for the homeowners, we we do pack downs, and we will actually move a homeowner from one location to their new home after we built it and designed it and decorated it for them. All they got to do is bring their suitcase and move in. And that's, God, that's seriously, pretty much the, you need to go to their Facebook page, which is Above and Beyond Decorating and Designs. They have the most beautiful pictures of what of what you've done where you've actually uh you know getting houses ready and i was looking at it because i couldn't sleep last night with everything that was going on in the world but i was very impressed i mean i really was i just and i know it's going to get even uh, better Absolutely. And, you know, uh, home staging is, is uh, people don't think about how important home staging is, but, you know, it, it, we could add a, a probably add, well, we have added as much as $100,000 extra on a, on a home seller's uh, revenue for. Dude, you need to put that on your property. website. Block out their name, address, whatever you mm-hmm. need to do to protect yourself that way. You would mm-hmm. sell so much if you can prove, put that up there and prove that. I had one of my friends oh, say if he could prove that to me, and he's really high in, in the real estate here in Dallas. I'll tell mm-hmm. you later who. But um, wow, I mean, a hundred thousand dollars—that's a lot of money. That is a lot of money, and it's you know now now that was a rare circumstance that there was a lot of. Uh, cosmetics that needed to be done to to the homeowner's place that they just um, they just they didn't know to do. But when we we took it as is a, it because uh, they're lazy or they just don't know what to do? Well, probably a little of both. You know, people get they work. You got people that you know, two a couple that both of them work. They they come home. They don't really feel like doing anything that's you know home any kind of chores around the house. I and mean, they they do good to get the garbage out on garbage uh, night before garbage day. So. You know, I get it, uh, but that, but it's you know, and I'm glad because that's what we do, and and you know, we're we're there so they don't have to do it, and so it uh, it works out well for us. Well, you know, you can uh, change the oil in your car, you can change your own tire, or you can actually pay someone to do it and get it done right. And exactly. guys, see, I don't do any of that. <laughs> Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> In fact, I've dated people that like you don't know how to change a tire. I don't. I really don't. But you know, yeah. it's me. It's not that I don't that's know just how. What it is. That's not what I do. It's that you don't and want so, to. You know, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, hey, listen. Um, there's also you do some uh, managing of rental design properties of luxury properties. Tell them about that. Yes, we do. Uh, we we our property management company. It's a it's an America's Best Property Management, which is another uh, an America's Best Company brand, and we uh, specialize in concierge style vacation rentals. So uh, we try to get high end homes and people to to turn their homes, you know, their rental properties over to us for for one year, and and we can so that we can show them what we can do in a year to um, the kind of revenues that we can make on their property in a year. And um, you know it's it's mind blowing. I mean, we can get probably twenty five to thirty percent more on a short term lease than you can get on a conventional month to month year long lease. And not only that, it gives a lot more flexibility for control to the homeowner because we go in, you know, after each guest. It's usually a three to three to five day stay. You know, I'm heading back. We have had some long term rentals, you know, two three months, but that's rare and. You go in, you clean up after them, you know, you make sure there's no damage, you get everything cleaned back up. So it's a great way to be able to check your property. When you're renting conventional month-to-month leases, you basically stay out of that, you know. When they when they leave, you go in and see the mess that they left, and you're stuck with it. Hopefully you got a deposit to, to cover it, but generally you didn't. And even even first and last month's rent probably doesn't t- cover a lot of damage that people leave. Because by the time and, you pl- replace cars. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. By the time you replace carpet, you paint, you do all the, you know, fill in all the hose that they left and uh, clean up, and it, it, you've spent a lot of money, and it's more than likely it's more than what you charge for a deposit. And this way, you the homeowner gets, you know, I I make all of my uh, vacationers they they pay at least a, a minimum of three thousand dollar damage policy. So if they damage the place, they're covered up to three thousand dollars. 
And, See, guys, listen, you know, he's upfront about everything. He's not trying to, you know, to make you think something is going to be bigger than what it is. Above and beyond decorating and design, 210-264-2073. We're going to shoot our own horn here. Did I hear that you got over 500 followers on Instagram from our show? Uh, yes, I did. In fact, this week alone, the I have several Facebook pages for each one of my entities, and above and beyond, just this week alone, reached 2,000 new people a day thanks to being associated with All You Need to Know Radio. So I'm I'm very pleased with, with that relationship, and uh, it's only going to get better from here. Only going to get better. All right, guys. So above and beyond... 210-264-2073, I would suggest that you give him a call. Now back to the show. All right, everybody, welcome back to All You Need to Know Radio. I am your host, John. Be her heard live and exclusively on Blog Talk Radio every Thursday night at 6 p.m. Thank you so much for listening to us. We are so humbled by that. Chris, I really wanted you to be a part of the conversation with me and Amos. We need to do our mm-hmm. song pick, but real quick, uh, give me three minutes going on. Uh, I'm sorry, you, you cut out there for me. Give me uh, uh, we're, our song pick, we're about to do our song pick for the show. We're almost out of time. But I really uh-huh. want to give you the time, like I promised you, talk to America and everyone around the world about these crazy election stuff that's going on. Three it, minutes. It is crazy. It's, it, it has, uh, you know, I think what we're seeing, is, it's, it's weakened our stance in the world. Uh, you know, the whole world is looking at us right now going – with their jaws dropped, can, can, cannot believe what they're seeing. We've got a man-child in the White House who, uh, like <laughs> every other little kid, has to throw his tantrums and, you know, not fair, not fair, not fair. But, of course, they were gloating in 2016 when they stole that election. They literally stole that election. Uh, and so, the, you know, they're – And the Supreme Court seat. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And and the way that they did the Supreme Court – that. That should be illegal. What what Mitch McConnell did, should be, he should go, he should go to jail. It. He should go to jail. And and here's the thing: the, whoever wins this this race, you got to realize there's 50 percent of the country that didn't want them. Whoever it is, and so the person's going to have to unite this country. And Donald Trump is not a uniter; he is a divider. And that's and and people are sick of that. People, I, I talk to people every day that they're, they're just their head hurts from from just they can't even deal with anything uh i'm one of them because it's just you know it's 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 the same old same old nasty nasty and lies i've never heard a politician lie i mean they all tend to stretch the truth some but but donald trump but not like donald trump he misleads (laughs) people to to a degree that's dangerous it it is and he's gonna get someone killed and when he does i hope that he's prosecuted for their death all right, so let's keep you on the phone here. Have you ever heard of right. this guy right here? And even though I can list them one by one, oh, he will still be gone. His eyes are blue, his hair was long, it's 64, he was born. Is it wrong? Oh, this Is it right? What? I think like you, think. my child, slightly insecure. Argue with my mother too. Hang on. Everybody, that was Kristen Chetterwig from Wicked. She's recorded with Dolly Parton, Reba McIntyre, the list of the country royalty. And now she's added Ty Herndon, country music superstar and a friend of mine. 
And they recorded this brand new single. And I'm going to be really honest right now. I don't know if Ty's going to appreciate this or not, but I'm just an honest person. When they released the snippets of it to hear it, I loved the song. When they released the actual song, not so much. However, there are songs that just have to grow on you. This is one of them. And this song is called Orphans of God, and it is All You Need to Know Radio's song pick of the week. And it's new, and it's dangerous, and it's in your face. Take a listen. Orphans of God with Ty Herndon and Kristen Chatterwood. What a beautiful song, guys. That is Ty Herndon and Kristen Chetterwig. And she actually released her own album, too, that is incredible. I actually added it to my Spotify. What did you think of the song, Chris? I thought it was great. Of course, I love his voice. I mean, there hadn't been anything he's done that I haven't liked. But uh, I understand what you mean, though, about it having to grow on you a little bit. It's a little theatrical. The really cool but, but thing about song. knowing Ty Herndon is I got to play mm-hmm. almost the entire song. Normally, we can only play 30 seconds to a minute, or we have to pay them. So, uh-huh. my friend, thank you so much for joining me with tonight's show. Guys, our exclusive really? sponsor, my rock star, Christopher Bates, founder and owner of so many companies, I can't even say them all. But right now, above and beyond 
design or the decorating and design. Thank you, Chris. I will call you later tonight. All right, guys. So guess what time it is? What I want, what I want. We're going to close it out a little more jazzy tonight. This is Mary Mary. Get my shackles off. I can dance. So, thank you so much for joining us. I am your host, John Hollywood, with All You Need to Know Radio. We'll find out in about five minutes whether we're number one again. I have a feeling with everything that we did tonight, it's going to be amazing. Make sure that you, like almost was talking about, the two Senate seats we've got to flip so we can keep, we can take the Senate, okay? And don't listen to crazy ass white man, the white fat ass man in the White House, because he's irrelevant. He has caused people so much pain. So I can just tell you, go out and dance, listen to music, read a book. But for God's sake, you did your part for voting. Because of Donald Trump's stupid shenanigans and stuff he spews of hate, of saying our elections are fraud and everything like that. That's why over 102 million people early voted because they didn't trust what Donald Trump was saying and they were scared. It's probably going to cause them the election. I would also like to be one of the first to say, welcome President-elect Joe Biden. We cannot wait to have a true leader in the White House. With that, keep reaching for the stars because that's where it all begins. Never let anyone tell you who to love, how to love, or how to make your dreams come true. Live from Dallas, Texas, good night.